Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And today we are going to continue reviewing the book 1984 by George Orwell. We are on chapter one, part five. And um, if you haven't already, go back and go back to the intro of the book 1984 and start over there. Um, so we last left off, Winston was at work, and we got a little idea of his work life and what was going on there, and now it is time for lunch. So they start with um, him going into the cafeteria lunch hall to get his lunch rations, mm-hmm. regulatory lunch rations. He's first um, approached by a friend named Syme. It's S-Y-M-E. So we're, we're gonna, uh, we were trying to decide if it's Sim or Syme. We're going with Syme. I think Syme. I think it's probably a shortened for Simon, maybe. Oh, yeah, that makes that, sense. Yeah, that way it's, yeah. But, um, of course, there's no friends allowed, so he's a comrade. But even then, you could, don't really get any sort of relationship with anybody. You can't be close to anybody. So mm-hmm. I would almost no. put it that he, it's just a, an acquaintance. Yeah. That's the best that you can get in this world. Like, you don't really know anybody. So, um, Syme is a philologist. philologist. So, pretty much, he's a specialist in Newspeak. So, he is currently working on the 11th edition of the Newspeak Dictionary. Yeah, he works in the research department. Yeah, and so he's he's just um, redoing all the dictionaries re re making up words deleting old words um the first thing that we hear from syme is about the razor blade famine because he is asking winston for razor blades and winston says no sorry dude i haven't um i've been using the same razor for six weeks oh yeah they, yeah they have even a- though he has some hoarded but apparently there's a whole famine in razor blades for whatever reason which made me think of the random shit that we don't get in our world today. Like, it was baby formula oh, six months ago. Yeah, that's true. A and then paper. <laughs> well, that was different. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we had a famine of that. I think the problem with that was everybody bought it so quickly that there was people who were probably sitting on... Like well, they were hoarding it. They That's why I thought it. of it, yeah. because he's hoarding two, yeah. which is but not the same. having but two as opposed to, you know, yeah. they just flat don't have it. Like, stores just don't have it for them. Um, and what else I thought of was medicine. Oh, that's true. Yeah, for now. Mm-hmm. Us, No, now. I know. Yeah. yeah. Because, because, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I didn't have my Adderall from September... until it just came in um I got it in January so Mm -hmm. I had to ration out myself and instead of doing the 10 XR I had to like split that in half or quarters or go a day and um yeah and and so for somebody with ADD having not having the Adderall is like very it's like night and day as far as um and I never really realized it until I got older that it affects my impulse control Mm mm-hmm severely yeah so like and not impulse like like a little kid like gonna go up and hit somebody because they're pissed it's like impulse buying impulse oh sure impulse get like yes getting angry quick but now I'm an adult so when I get angry it's more of revenge and not healthy like and it's just not good and so why were we having a famine because they can't get get make prescriptions here well it happened too. we had a resident at the you know I work at the uh, care facility 
with hospice patients and we have a patient who needed um, codeine for her cough. It was a it, like a uh, cough yeah. suppressant with codeine. Yeah. And um, she had, we had to let her know, hey, there is a shortage of codeine right now of this prescription. And she had to work, it worked itself out, but um, yeah, even our patients are experiencing it. Yeah, what my doctor had to do was um, go in and say, okay, just get the 5XR under yeah. this brand. Try this brand. Try. Yeah. And it took about, it took like that long to go back and forth, see what they had. My husband bought me six pills in December because I was like out, out. By yeah. Christmas time, I was like gone. Um, and so he brought he bought me seven pills of extended release just to get it. Yeah, and then he bought something. me, oh no, that was a fast, fast action. And then um, he bought me the XR and because of the brand and because of the whatever bullshit, mm-hmm. he paid $267 for it. Oh yeah. But he was done with my like erratic impulses and he's all like, here, <laughs> yes, I will pay anything. Just make this bitch right. Yes, he's like, let's <laughs> do this. I know. And, and I was, I literally had like two pills left. So it was like, and we couldn't get anything else. And I didn't get anything more until I think it was like January 20th before I got was able to fill a real prescription without. And there's a lot of medications like that that are having a shortage. It's not just those. I mean, there's many right now. Yeah, I think the I don't heart, understand blood why, pressure but. medicine, and it's because they're getting it from other countries. And yeah. yeah, I think that has something to do with that. Like maybe other countries are like boycotting us or something now. I don't know. They're trying to like cut us off. The so supply then, chain was not. The supply chain has not been right since COVID, yeah. and they keep blaming it on COVID. And it's like, dude, fuck off. It's something else. So, I don't know. Anyway, so that just made me think of all that because that's no, definitely. crazy. It, 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 it goes with what's going on in our world right now. Yeah. Um, and so back to the book, um, we find out that they seem to always be out of something, um, anything. and But they can always get, they can get stuff off the free market. If they really needed something, they would have to pay more and... They the free market is pretty much like the peasant market where yeah, he's not really not allowed to allowed. fraternize there. Yeah, that's where he got the diary and the pen in the first chapter or the first part. True. Um, and then Syme, then they're, they're now they're eating, and Syme went into detail of what he liked about the hanging. Oh, yeah, he asked him if he had watched the hanging. Yeah, did and, and then he, he went into detail. Oh my gosh, it was so gross. Like. He was like excited about it. It was like it was like he was getting off on it. It was so not anything nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird. It made me feel like not okay. Yeah, Winston was just like I was working. Uh, you know, I'll see it on the flicks, I suppose. Like probably see it like a rerun or like later. You know. Yeah. But um. Yeah. He was Syme was saying that it was a really good hanging and that he thinks it's it's spoiled when they tie their feet together. Because, because then they he can't he likes to see them kicking. And above all, yeah. at the end of the tongue sticking out, turning oh, blue. blue, turning bright blue, and that is the detail that really appeals to him. Yeah, and it just like it made me feel so icky to read it. I was like, oh my gosh. And this is like and Syme gets worse as we go, just his personality and how, like, it's it's almost like a sickening brainwash, but it's worse than brainwash, I think, as we get further into He's the very, um, what's the word? Demonic, not demonic, it's, um, 
sadist or something. Yeah, like a, he's a sadist. Like, yeah, yeah. He like, likes, like he gets, off, like he gets on. off on it. And then the thing that's really weird to me is that this is the same similar hangings that the children would that watch. was the exact same one that he's talking about they're talking they keep oh, this referring is, yeah yeah, yeah you're they right. keep this referring is the same this is one. only the next day yeah this is this the, is next, the day. next day yeah, I know so I forgot <laughs> after it the is. kids hang it yeah but this is the one that the kids were all excited that they wanted to watch but they didn't get to and they're all pissed because they didn't mm-hmm. get to watch it so they're being it yeah exactly so, so um, that's pretty disgusting so, yeah so um, they they're, they're they got their lunch and the regulation lunch Came. Oh, it sounded so it's disgusting. It's so gross. So they described it as a pink gray stew with a hunk of bread, a cube of cheese, and a mug of milkless victory coffee. And one saturine tablet. If which what is this? I don't I'm not sure. Like a multivitamin or something? Maybe that would make sense. So um they they're eating and Of course Sime wants to eat underneath the telescreen. Like oh really? Suggests, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, he says there's a table over there under the telescreen, and then let's pick up our gin on the way. So you could yeah. get a little thing of it's uh, Victory Gin. It's synthetic. It said later on that it's like yeah. crap synthetic gin, and they get like I, I would imagine like a shot, and it's ten cents. I mean, I throw it in the coffee. The coffee doesn't have any milk in it. At least like <laughs> at least it could have a little kick. Yeah, like a like a what do they call it? Like a Mexican coffee has like tequila or something in it, or like I don't know what they put in it. I don't like know, yeah. but I think British tea has something in it. Yeah, the Brits hey. are very happy after tea time. <laughs> um, that would make sense why they have so many tea times. So then this is when Sam really goes into detail about the eleventh edition to the dictionary, and he said that it was um, fascinating. He like quote unquote mm-hmm. fascinating yeah. and how boring the um, the new world is and then he went on to say that he was deleting words hundreds of them and this would be the new defin- definitive language and there will be far less words by 2050 however so really pause there mm-hmm. I think that they're just telling him that it's going to be this like end uh, the, this is like the final but you know in 10 years they're going to be like just kidding let's call it the 12th edition or oh, yeah. 15 years later it's never going to end it's always going to be a cycle to continue on um, and he'll tell you why well he says that he's slowly working on it and right now he's working on the adjectives and then he finds it fascinating that's what I was saying yeah, yeah like he really likes uh, working on the adjectives but the other thing is that the way that he they are getting rid of the old speak is they are just eliminating words like you said so like say like a word um, for example they use the word good um, he says a word contains its opposite in itself take good for instance if you have a word like good what is there a need for bad you would just say ungood like you wouldn't say you would just say ungood yeah that would be it and that would be just as as well as better because it's an exact opposite yeah. Which the other is not. Or again, if you want a stronger version of good, what sense is there in having a whole string of vague, useless words like excellent and splendid and all the rest of them? Plus good covers the meaning or double plus good if you want some something stronger still. Yeah. It's so, like, weird. So they're trying to minimize the language so much. And they um, and then also he said it's a beautiful thing, the destruction of words. He said that in the talk. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. was, like, how he yeah, went into he it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he loves I, destruction. Yeah, he is such a sadist. Um, 
And then he says, well, it was BB's idea originally with Brick Brothers' idea. Yeah. Um, but then there was, um... So when when he's when Simon's talking about Big Brother, did you notice how Winston had such like disdain over it, and he was just super aloof, and he and and yeah. Simon could see it on his face. And the thing is, is that's not good because Simon is he's one of the people that you have to watch out for because he will report you. Yeah, exactly. He will report you in a heartbeat because he wants to watch you hanged. Probably. And then yeah. um, uh, Sam also says, do you know that Newspeak is the only language in the world whose vocabulary gets smaller every year? Don't you see that the whole aim of Newspeak is to narrow the range of thought? In the end, we shall make thought crime literally impossible because there will be no words in which to express it. Every concept that can ever be needed will be expressed by exactly one word. With its meaning rigidly defined and all its sub- subsidiary meanings rubbed out and forgotten, every year fewer and fewer awards and the range of consciousness always a little smaller and I had to reread that to be like is this Winston talking to Sime being like dude this shit's bad no that's Sime no he's excited he's excited about it it. yeah he's and I'm like how what this is like pretty much like like every freedom would just be gone well, like, yeah, because there's he no says, freedom of speak. There's no free of speak. Now I'm, I'm speaking. Of speak. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> there's no freedom of speak. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense. It made sense to me when you said that. <laughs> because reading this book, it does freedom make sense. of speech. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and um, it's just it's it's he's just excited. I can't get over how excited he is. And then he, he's talking about how every literature will be destroyed by 2050, like 2050, mm-hmm. and that Shakespeare, and he names off all these other people I don't really know, but um, will be in Newspeak. So instead of where thou shall my Juliet be, or mm-hmm. Romeo will mm-hmm. Romeo, it'll just be like, yo, <laughs> Juliet, where are you at? Like, it's all about about self-discipline and reality control is what he said. And he's excited about it. Mm -hmm. And and he's he's okay with it. And he's actively going on, going going with it. Like, he's just fine with taking away the world's freedom. But, you know, too. That's what I'm saying. It has to be more than a brainwash thing. There's something else going it's on. A, it's control. It's, it's also is it him, to erase the past. Is it him wanting to be in control? Or is it the big brother controlling him that much? That he doesn't even know that he's being controlled at this point, even though he's using the correct terminology of someone that is being controlled? I think that he's just so... He just lived like that. That's just... Indoctrined yeah, into him? Yeah. Like, it's just engraved in him. That's just... He thrives in it. He loves it. I don't know. There's no other really reason why he would be so excited about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. What I thought was funny was, um, while instant, instant, Winston, <laughs> while Winston was still eating with Syme, he was thinking about how Syme will definitely get vaporized soon, soon because um, Syme la- lacked. I don't know why I can't talk. Syme lacked discretion, so he's like going around just telling everybody. Everything. Well, he also said he's too intelligent and, and he, he's too smart. Yeah, he, he speaks too clearly, too plainly, and the party does not like such people. One day he will disappear. Yeah, and and then you have to think he he has a knowledge of the inside. He has a knowledge of like so much stuff, and for him to just go about like speaking freely, he's a threat to the inside. So we, that's 
why Winston is like, he's going to be vaporized. There's no question about it. Um, he's just too smart. So, um, all of a sudden, Parsons comes up. And if we remember, Parson lives in the Victoria, Vic, Victoria, <laughs> Victory Apartments. Um, he's the neighbor to Mrs. Partons, who we saw last time last part or yeah. a few parts ago with the sink with the kids and he fixed yeah. the sink and so now this is Mr. Parsons and he was uh, Mr. Parsons wanted to get some money from him as a donation or a, it's not a donation I it's almost like taxes because a quarter of everyone's paycheck has to go towards quote unquote voluntary subscriptions and this one was for hate week so it's yeah. almost like taxes but in but you're quote unquote volunteering it you don't really have a choice. Yeah, but, but you yeah. don't have a choice, but they want to make it look like, oh, look, you do have this one freedom, but you don't. And then Parst- Parsons was telling a story about his seven-year-old girl. Did you read this part? And how she got two other oh, girls yeah. Yeah. yeah, to stray. She was on a hike, on her troop hike, her spike troop hike. And she got two other little girls to tail a guy and walking through the woods for two hours and then turned him in for being a spy. I mean, they start young. Yeah, she's seven years old. Could you imagine? So she just, like, left her troop on this hiking trail and just was like, hey, cool. I, come on, girls. Let's." She, like, led the pack. And she followed this guy for two hours, stalking him, and then turned him in. Because and and um, Parsons had said, oh, maybe he came by helicopter. Somehow the little girl verified that he was definitely a spy and bad and enemy and not good. Yeah, but it just goes with what the kids in the last part were. You know how he, they were yelling traitor, traitor, thought criminal, and yeah, you know they, playing like that because so that's how indoctr- they're raised yeah. with the youth league and then the spies. It's just it's just the way of life for these children. They don't really have a childhood at all. They just have. Um, it's like they're they become adults so young. It's, it seems like by the age of like seven, eight, nine, they're already spies. The, yeah, and they're already like turning in their parents, and they're already mm-hmm. you know you're already supposed to be like fearful of them because they might. But then the thing is that makes sense because they have they annihilate your parents when you're so young, and then when they annihilate the parent when oh. they turn them in, and then it's easier for the children to not remember their past. Yeah, because they don't have a long time with their parents. The parents yeah. don't really raise them. Like, here, you know, we're raised until 18, usually. Like, that's the norm, right? Yeah. Um, and that's not how it is there. You have a parent until, like, maybe, what, like, 10? 10. If you're lucky. Well, but then again, I think that when Winston... Um, I mean, between the wars that happened... Well, yeah, they could die all, that, all way. that and everything. Or yeah, getting no, you're annihilated. Right. Yeah. They don't Game really have a chance. Away. Yeah, so they have to grow up quick. Just yeah. in case your parents do get vaporized. Because or even if you don't turn them in, your comrade, when your little spy comrades could from the youth league. You yeah, know? it's so crazy. So then um, the telescreen disrupted their lunch, and a lady came on, and I'm gonna say this um, word for word. I'm gonna read like this whole paragraph because it's um, a lot. Uh, comrades. Um, attention comrades we have glorious news for you we have won the battle for production returns now completed of the output of all classes of I can't read or speak consumption goods show that the standard of living has risen by no less than 20% over the past year 
all over Oceania this morning, there were irrepressible, spontaneous demonstrations when workers marched out of factories and offices and paraded through the streets with banners voicing their gratitude to Big Brother for the new happy life, which his wise leadership has bestowed upon us. Here are some of the completed figures. And the phrase, our our new happy life, kept going on. Mm -hmm. Like, so she's going through all the figures and the stats and all the bullshit, just repeating our new happy life. And I'm sorry, but if they want to do new speak, those are big fucking words to be like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember, he's still working on the next edition. He's still working on I'm like, as I'm reading that out loud right now, I was like, what the fuck? You need to compress these. How are they going to compress all that spontaneous, irrepressible, spontaneous demonstration? Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're contradicting themselves um so what i was wondering is are he is working on adjectives is there a lot of describing words there <laughs> are they so maybe instead of like skinny it would be like skinny plus skinny, skinny more plus. skinny skinny plus no skinny <laughs> less less skinny <laughs> more chunk <laughs> less skinny more chunk it sounds like um you're ordering um a coffee <laughs> i want skinny milk oh yeah yeah skinny yeah. Skinny, skinny latte i was just thinking skinny latte <laughs> um so what i'm wondering is so there's right not riding office of riding Unwriting. I'm reading this book too much. Unwriting. Unrioting. Unwritten. Un- no, unrioting. Oh, rioting. Because it's opposite. Oh, I thought you were writing like in a no. journal. I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Where are we? It's so confused now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the celebrating in a parade. The parade. The parade. Yeah. Okay. So, I wonder if they're just saying that they're celebrating and stuff, but really the workers are just like, Psh, whatever. Because how would they even know? How would Winston know? The telescreen could be telling these people things and mm-hmm. then telling, like, other sections, like the the pop, the the lower class people, something totally different. Yeah. It well, could be a total, like, mindfuck. Like, worse than we thought mindfuck. I was I was imagining when I read that part, I was imagining that they were televising the people with the banners. Oh, and, bullshit. And, and I don't think so. Marching and... No, I think that happy. she's just on here just talking. I mean, they could be actors, you know? Because they do have the actors for the records yeah, department so and all that. Actors. Yeah, so I just, I don't trust anything that Hell's Green says anymore. <laughs> I've lost all trust. And um, and then the day before, Winston remembers that the day before the chocolate ration dropped, remember? Mm-hmm. All this happened. We haven't even gone through a full 24 hours of Winston's life yet in this book. This is freaking lunch break. Yes, this is lunch ba- break. We started the book and he was leaving work, getting his diary. Yeah. All this shit. Oh, I guess no, because he did have his lunch break yesterday with Mrs. Parsons. Oh, no, that was just him being at home in the evening. That wasn't even a lunch break. And now we're, we're this is, yeah, we haven't even done a full well, fucking he, day in his gonna life. You're going to have more than one meal break. So yeah, that was dinner break. Yeah, lunch, dinner, whatever, it's yeah. a meal break. Okay, basically. so anyways, um, now, so, so Winston remembered the day before that the, the chocolate ration dropping. Yes. And then now he's he's now it's back up that quickly and Winston couldn't believe that people were quote unquote eating this up. Like oh, are they really yeah. believing this? And maybe cuz they had taken away 
Um, they had taken away 20 or 30 grams yesterday, and then today they've given back 20, and everyone's celebrating, woohoo, we got back our chocolate, we got back this, we got back that. What if they really wanted to take away 10 in overall, so they said yesterday, oh, 30 are gone, so then everyone would be like, what the fuck, and then all of a sudden come back with good news. Oh, no, we're up 20, everything's good, and then they're like, we love Big Brother, yay! Yeah, it's just a control thing. But, yeah. but really, you're 10 less than what you started with yesterday morning yeah but you're happy now it's just a way to control the people definitely yeah i mean even it says with his tobacco ration he gets 100 grams a week and it was seldom possible to fill a pipe up to the top yeah and winston was smoking his victory cigarette where he was like very carefully holding it so like nothing would fall out because a new ration does not start until the the next, next day. day. Yeah. And so he only had four cigarettes left. And for you smokers out there... And um, that's probably not even full cigarette. Because if it doesn't even fill the yeah. pipe, then it's probably like four, like, Could like, be like drags. Could like four puffs yeah, or whatever. Four puffs, yeah. yeah. But, like, four cigarettes is not a lot, like, for a, a daily smoker, you know. I mean, depending on how much you smoke, it can vary. But... It makes perfect sense why he's being very delicate and gentle with it because he does not want to spill a little drop of it, you know? Yeah, he doesn't want a little tobacco flake to go anywhere. Um, so then the telescreen also continued with telling all the amazing stats from last year, how better everyone was now and all the great things Big Brother has done for them. Winston looked around and knew this was bullshit because he looked around at, like, mm-hmm. what he was in and everything was grimy the room was so crowded it was suffocating the low the ceiling was low their their trays that they were using that they were eating their food off was dented it was like chipped white coffee mugs the gin was synthetic and then he's thinking about like how the houses are falling to the ground they don't even have socks or underwear half the people because they can't afford it for their because they're like well fuck it we'll just have we need shirts and pants more than we need a sock I feel like, too, they have to use their their um, clothing rations on their uniforms. Yeah. And they have to keep their uniforms pristine so they don't have the undergarments. And he he didn't remember before this, but he knew that it wasn't like this. Like, something is not right. Mm -hmm. This is not okay. Big Brother is not helping. Like, Winston seems to be, like, the only person. I'm surprised that people aren't... I don't know how often people are sick. They haven't really got into, like, the, the health of the... The community yet, but I feel like people would be sick all the time living in this like grimy. But I mean, if know. they don't have anything to make sickness out of, if you don't have anything, I mean, there's got to have some kind of germs, bi- bacteria, you know, or bacteria or something. I don't know. Stuff. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know, cause yeah, but, everything is all dusty and stuff. I just feel like we're gonna get to a point in the book where people are gonna start getting really sick. Just yeah, the way maybe. they describe everything, yeah, the houses it makes sense. and like. So you know. Parsons praised um, the Ministry of Plenty and in the same breath asked Winston if he had any razors. Again, yeah, again, with the like, razors. But, but he's like, oh, my God, they've done so much for us. Yeah. The Ministry of Plenty. And then he's like, oh, by the way, you got any razors? We ain't got none. Awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally have yeah. um, awkward. Ser- obviously, Mini Plenty is actually sucking and not providing yeah. shit. They're not providing. So everything, no. all the stats that the telescreen lady just gave is bullshit. Oh, it's always bullshit. I know. You can't believe anything the telescreen That's what I just said. said. I'm, I know. I'm starting to not I, believe shit. No, you can't. Nobody can believe anything. So, and then... Um, all of a sudden, Winston looks around and he sees a girl with dark brown hair. Mm, the girl. And this, the girl was was at the hate week 
thing or the two minutes of hate the night before. Well, she keeps sitting really close to him. She's staring at him. She's like very intrigued or something's up. Yeah. And he was like, dude, am I like, am I paranoid? Is this real? Is, do I have a stalker? Is she part of the thought police? She's very suspicious. Yeah. And um, you, and so then he says how you can't think freely anywhere because you can't even like think in your head because if you like a simple tick or a flutter of the eye or anything mm-hmm. that is like physically any facial gesture could provoke the attention of the thought police and it was called a face crime <gasps> the face crime they actually and you have yeah. a name face crime and you know what that made me think of a tv show have you seen it lie to me no. So it's a it's a TV show. It's kind of like NCIS kind of or whatever. Yeah. Um, Brad watched it. It's, there's only three seasons of it. I'm, he just finished. I'm sure he's going through withdrawal. Um, and the guy can like tell when somebody's lying. Ooh, okay. and that's it's like a whole thing. And so they'll be like, "Oh, that's shame," by because the the people will like look down. Remember, mm-hmm. you were at my house when, when um, Bill Clinton and they, they referred to that. Oh, well, yeah. How they look down for the shame mm-hmm. and the different different. Like if you look up and to the right, that mm-hmm. means that you're telling us. I don't really know what it is. I'm well, just giving I have... examples. Or your hands. If your hands are like this, yeah, you're you're disclosing something. If your hands are cupped, like things like that. I have watched. I do like true crime. And I have watched a lot of interrogation videos, and then like over the video, it'll it'll have like the expert saying, "Well, they knew that that per- that person was lying because not only does their story change often, but the the mannerisms and the yeah, way the they're way that say, you they're they're looking and, and presenting themselves, yeah. And then when when the the um, interrogating officer or detective steps out their demeanor completely changes and then it's just like it's not matching with being truthful and then i also watch on youtube i like to watch the the um so that's like a real lie to me like, thing yeah it's like that. the facial expressions and stuff and i was, I was like hmm, I've, I've seen do i do that I like, have i seen people do that like i'm a pretty honest person but i mean like if i make that face is somebody gonna think i'm lying because i just make a lot of faces <laughs> like, i know we're I can't like help super it. animated yeah like i cannot i can't hide my facial expressions like if yeah. i'm happy or sad or mad like you're gonna know it yeah for like, sure i don't know how to hide it like no. I, I i just can't even minimize it but um uh yeah um oh i the just like the um the people who are like celebrity facial mm-hmm. people or whatever mm-hmm. um during the Johnny Depp trial thing oh, with yeah. whatever they they had Amber Heard yeah, yeah. Amber Heard they had professional people that were coming in being like and when Amber Heard looked down to the left yeah. she was showing shame and yeah. trying to like body language read yeah. her you know and they do that with the um, royals all, all the time too I, that is very intriguing to me yeah so I really do I find that interesting especially with the cr- true crime aspect of it all for sure so then um, Parsons was telling a story about um, his kids and he was super proud. And it was um, about a lady who used a paper with Big Brother on it and wrapped a sausage. Oh, oh God, yes. That and was kind of sad. And he was so proud of it. But that was sad. Yeah, and um, no, it was really it, fucked disturbing, up. Disturbing, actually, yeah, and the, more um, than anything. So the spies, which happened to be his kids, mm-hmm. lit her skirt on fire and burned her, and Parsons was so proud of his kids. Yeah, so they set, basically set this woman blaze because she had um, papers on her that she wasn't supposed to have tucked underneath her skirt, right? 
No. Or she, was it? No, she was wrapping it, wrapping sausage with using the using the paper. You know, how you use newspaper oh. to like wrap things. I don't That's know where I, I saw the word skirt in here. Yeah, Maybe no, she he, was wearing a skirt. He, and I saw something lit, about a skirt. They lit the skirt on fire. Oh, yeah, they did light the skirt. That's okay. what I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. lit the skirt yeah. on fire okay. and burned her. Because she was she was wrapping, like, you know how, like, whenever you go to, like, Subway or whatever, they wrap it in yeah, paper. No, 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 it's no. like For that. For some reason, when I read the book, I imagined that, like, she, like, somehow there was papers, like, in a pocket in her skirt or something, like, a part of it. Oh. I don't know why I, I associated didn't, I don't know. That. No, I probably just read it wrong, okay. which is totally I'm fine. Because I'm at sure it. I did. <laughs> yeah. But it makes more sense that they just let her skirt on fire because they're just trying to, that was a, probably a very flammable, easy thing to light. Like, they just went for yeah, the skirt. It's to very be, flowy. Yeah. Yeah, flowy, to, they can just get it real quick. You yeah, know? just to yeah. be like, you're not. That's yeah. bad. You can't. You can't. You can't disgrace Big Brother like that. That's how I took I it. I mean, regardless of what part they caught on fire, like they caught her on fire. They put, like, They set a lady on fire for yes. disgracing Big Brother. And um, it's pretty fucking hardcore. Then the bell rang from the telescreen. Lunchtime was over, and they went back to work. Do you have? Did you have anything else about that chapter? That part? I the only know. thing I wanted to say that it does say, I don't, I don't know if you already said this and I was talking, I didn't hear, but it, it, it says, it was terribly dangerous to let your thoughts wander when you were in any public place within range of the telescreen. Every time it says that, it just gives yeah. me like chills. Yeah, that's the thought crime. The thought crime, yeah. Yeah, that's... Which I know we've already discussed, but yeah, it's just, no, every it's, time I hear that, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, no, you have a lot of stuff highlighted. That's why I'm like, what else do you have? Because, yeah. Um, the only thing else I have is just with the toy, with the trumpet, the ear trumpet. Oh, yeah, I didn't even do that. You do that. Yeah, so basically, um, after they discussed, after they discussed the burning of the woman, <laughs> um, he went on to say, um... The, about the ear trumpets, which basically are used for listening through keyholes. And he went on to say his little girl uh, brought one home the other night, and she tried it out in the sitting room door, and she could hear twice as much as with her regular ear, you know, without using it. And, of course, it's only a toy, but it still gives them the right idea, eh? Like, yeah, like, it's already like he's just instilling that even more so, like to spy and to listen, and you know, yeah, here, you know, it's just it's just a toy. But he but, says, you know, at this moment, the telescreen, like you said, let out a, a piercing whistle, and no, it was a time. signal to go back to work. But whenever so. you think about toys with kids, I always like my kids. They play with trucks and cars and dinosaurs and you know they have a vet kit mm -hmm. they play doctor they play mm -hmm. kitchen yeah you they, are teaching them things they, they yeah. play things they mm -hmm. don't play like i mean yeah they do have little toy guns and they play whatever but it's a roundabout thing it's not mm -hmm. just spy gear that they're playing with you know yeah like yeah my kids still play cops and robbers or whatever but they're not that's not the only thing they play with that's no this is this all is, this these is kids all they have with. this yeah. is it they yeah. only have war toys and then the sad, sad part of the ending of this part is that during all of this, when Winston is listening to this man go on about all this horrible stuff, his fucking remaining of his tobacco fell out of his cigarette. I know! He lost his tobacco. After I read that too. After all, all, all the like, bullshit. I don't even like Listen. cigarettes. I don't even. But I, 
I just, don't smoke. It's just having to like ration anything. But I just like, felt so bad for him because I used to be a smoker and I know what it's like when it's, you lose that last, si- you know, like. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's not a cigarette, even if it's something else, anything else. Like, anything that anything you want. Anything that yeah. you want that you have rationed out, whether it's like. Yeah. Like the other day I got curly fries from Jack in the Box <laughs> and it spilled all over the floor. Oh, and because no. I put it on the counter and then yeah. it all like spilled all over the ground. And I was yeah. like, nope. Can't yep. eat those. We're done. Damn. Yeah. My whole thing of curly fries. Damn. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sad day. Sad day. Yep. So, yeah, so that's, that's the end of the chapter it. or the part, part five. The part because there's so many parts. Part chapter one, part five. Yes. That's a wrap. So don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. And you can find us on most of your favorite places where you listen to your podcast because we should be everywhere. Everywhere. Bye. Thank you. Bye.